0: Welcome back to our podcast. Hey guys, welcome back. We appreciate all the love from last time. Um, It was great. I'm glad that you guys are tuning in to listen. Um, We decided to do a little bit different tea today from our nice and sweet one from last time.
1: A little more serious, uh, but really thank you guys for listening. Um, I don't think we thought we would get any listens, so like, just getting... The few that we did, um, it was really cool to watch like the numbers go up a little bit. So yeah, like Tiffany said, uh, today is going to be a little more serious. I mean, I'm sure there'll be some lighthearted moments just because like it's us and we do laugh. And I think before we start, even though like if we do laugh or make jokes, it's not because we don't take the situation or topic seriously. I think that's kind of just how we cope with things. <laughs> I'll kind of talk about my story and then I think Tiffany and I are going to go over like some resources like maybe some signs of stalking and things you can do to like protect yourself maybe things we both do um so yeah should I just get into it
0: Spill that tea
1: Spill that tea so like we said about three years ago I was going to a community college and I feel like before I get into like the, the beefy part of the story, the juicy parts. <laughs> I kind of had to explain how my college worked because it was um, campuses that you would go to for different classes. So like, I mean, you could go all at one campus, but like, like my classes weren't all available at one campus. And also if you wanted to work out times that worked for you and stuff, you would end up at different campuses. Um, so yeah so when I was going there I was taking classes at all three campuses that they had and um yeah so that that'll be important later um (laughs) these two classes on the same day at the same campus and in the morning I had a math class and then in the afternoon I had a psychology class and like between those two classes, I had like, I don't know, like an hour and a half break. So I would sit there and like do my math homework because I'm not trying to do it at home. I'm trying to like, Of course not. I'm trying to like, you know, have That's fun indeed. at home, <laughs> have a life. I had this woman who's probably like, I don't know, she's like in her thirties. She was a mom in my math class and in my psych class um, on the same day too. But anyway, so in my psych class, my second class of the day, I first noticed this guy because he was like super cute and like he's older. So I was like, "Shit!" <laughs> he used to be in the military. I'm like, "Yes." Oh, I like those military benefits. Yes, exactly. I'm, I'm like, I'm gonna lose my Tricare soon. Like, you, we gotta hop, on. Gotta hop on there. I know you move fast. <laughs> another tea to spill for another day. Um, later. So I noticed this guy, and I'm like, he's cute or whatever. Um, But We never ended up talking or anything. And he'd always flirt with this other girl. And I was like, okay, like, I definitely don't like him. Like, he seems like a player, whatever. And then I don't remember how it happened. But um, he started coming earlier, like before our class started. And obviously, like I was sitting there doing my homework outside of the classroom, because there's like a table area. And we found out we were in the same math class, and he needed, um, he needed help with math. So um, he would like ask me for help and I would help him I Was in the military and he was out of the military. So anyway, we'd like sit together, like talk about math, uh, yada yada. And then he would like, <sighs> he was so annoying. Like I started to notice how annoying he was in class because he would like act like he knew better than everybody but he was dumb. Um, <laughs> not be that person. Exactly. Like I don't even care if you ask a lot of questions, but when you're like arguing with the professor and stuff, like just shut up. Like you do not know better anyway. So annoying. I mean, I get some professors suck, but like the professor we had for this class, he was actually really good. So, this kid was just They have more
0: education than us. Just just let them talk unless you 100% know that they are wrong and you should politely correct them. Yeah. Realistic person. You know, you can't just flex like you have a Tesla, okay? We're in Colorado, okay? If your Tesla's in Florida, then who cares?
1: Exactly. I was like, first of all, prove it. Show me a picture or something because you still haven't done it. Pretty sure he was lying anyway.
0: That's not how you win a girl's heart. I mean, there's some girls out there who would honestly hop on that.
1: So fast. But
0: if you tell me you have a Tesla, I'd be like, Okay, let me just get in it real quick, because I want to check it out, because who wouldn't want to check out a Tesla, because I heard they're pretty cool,
1: yeah. but other than that, I don't care. And I'm like, yeah, you can take me for a spin around the block, but, like, that's about it. Um, but, yeah. like, to our school, he drove, like, this really old beater car, so I was like, hmm.
0: hmm. Anyway,
1: shit just didn't add up for this kid. So, yeah, he, like, flirted with me, we would talk between classes or whatever, and I continued to help him with his math, I just didn't, like, find him flirting with me. One day in my math class, the um like I said, the woman who was older than me that was in my class that had kids, or she was in both classes with me she was like, "Hey, like I really think you should stop talking to that kid and I was like, "Yeah, like he's kind of weird. she's like, "No, he gives me like really bad vibes, McKenna, like you just don't entertain it." and I was like, "No, I agree, like it's weird, and so um After those two classes, the day that I was at that campus, I would also go to a third class that was like at a campus like half an hour away, and so like things are all normal or whatever, until one day he pulled in next to me, at the other campus like for my third class, and he like parked next to me and was like walking with me and I was like oh do you have a class here today like I've never seen you here on like on a Thursday or whatever before, and he was like no, and I was like okay that's weird and he like you should get my car and I was like no and he's like you should get in my car and come with me and I was like no like that's really weird I don't want to go anywhere with you and so it just became this thing where he would go to my classes when I was at other campuses too when he did not have classes on those days at that campus and And just how far were each campus like from each other exactly yeah they're pretty far and so he would just follow me on days that like he didn't have classes with me so it just got super strange Um, and like I said, he would always like pressure me to like go places with him and like get in his car and go to his house. And I was like, I'm not going to do that. No. And so we, I had his phone number. We had each other's phone numbers, like I said, because I was helping him with math. And then he's like, would text me all these things about how he wants to like lock me up in his basement and like hide me with the bodies in his basement and just got super fucking weird. And I was like, you're weird, dude. Like I can't handle you. Like I'm done.
0: And I, I mean, you, if he, even if you jokingly told me that, I would probably block you, because exactly. that is not what anybody wants to hear from somebody she barely even knows.
1: Exactly, and I'm like, i probably joke with, like, you about that, and, like, some of my oh, other close yeah. friends, but not some, like, random kid that I only talk to about math at school. Like, that's just not, that's totally crossing a boundary, and I told him that. I was really upfront about it, because I was like, I don't want him to think that this is okay. Like, especially if I have to see this kid at school, I don't want him to think that this is okay. And I was like, hey, just so you know, like you're being a creep, like straight up, like you're being freaking weird. And he was like, oh, I'm sorry and whatever. And so like, he kept following me, he kept doing all this weird stuff and I brought it up again and he texts me and he was like McKenna and then my two middle names, Kompok. And I was like, how do you know both my middle names? Because I don't- Yeah, if anybody
0: knows- your middle name like if they know your full middle name that is a long middle name and that means like was it your full one or was it just like it was like the one that starts with the
1: b it was yeah Yeah, so it was my regular middle name and my hawaiian middle name so like for those of you who are unfamiliar with like hawaiian names they are a mouthful and hard to get right um so (laughs) I kind of like, I got really scared when he sent me that because I was like, how do you know my two middle names? Because like, I don't post it online, like I said. And even if he saw like somehow like some paperwork or anything for school, I never put my Hawaiian middle name because my other one comes first and like, you don't need to put both middle names in all your paperwork. Right. So I just use the one that starts with the B. And I was like, how do you know that? And he's like, let's play a game. And I was like, I don't want to play a game. Like, how did you get this information? Like, you're creeping me out. And at the time I lived um, on the street called Desert Wind Drive. And he was like, "Do you, would you rather live in a place that's uh, a desert or windy? And he was like asking me all these questions that like at first I didn't catch it that he like knew my street address. And so I got mad at it. I was like, stop playing with me. Like, how do you know my whole name? And so I text a screenshot to one of my friends and she's like, McKenna, Desert and Windy? She was like, you live on Desert Wind Drive. Like he knows your address. And so I texted him and I was like, how do you know my address? How do you know all of this? And he was like, oh, I just, like, looked you up online and I found all this information. And just to be safe, guys, just so you know, like, your voter's registration information is all available online, at least in the state of Colorado. Anybody can pull it up. Um, so that's how he found me. I wish I had the screenshots of the text right now um, to read them because they really were creepy. And so finally I was like, I, I kind of had like a mental breakdown. Like I started crying and I like had a panic attack because I was like, this kid, he already scares me. He already says all these weird cryptic things to me. And like, now he knows my full name, my birthday, where I live. Like he knows everything about me. That's like my personal information. And so I didn't know what to do because I didn't know if I was just overreacting. Cause I was like, oh, maybe he's just weird or whatever. Like maybe he has a weird sense of humor. And so I remember, um, like a day or two after it happened, um, I was babysitting for one of my parents' friends, and I was like, hey, can I talk to you, talk to you, because I don't know if I am, like, overreacting about this situation, and I kind of need to know if I should talk to my parents about it, because, like, keep in mind, I just turned 20, so, like, yeah, I'm an adult, but I might have been 19, I think I was 19, still, I don't think I had turned 20 yet how he found my address then because he knew- um, you can easily
0: google people's names and your address will pop up i don't know how many times i think i've actually did that for you one time yeah because i could not remember i forgot a screenshot you just moved to washington and i remember you first moved the hair and i could not remember the address at all and i was like oh my goodness so i can't remember if i looked up your one of your parents names or your name and there we go and I was like oh my goodness this is so unsafe
1: yeah it is so yeah just be careful you know I'm like love my mom dearly but she like when we lived in Colorado used to tag our neighborhood or our address like in Facebook posts and I was yeah. like <laughs> I literally have a stalker like you can't be doing that so anyway I talked to her family friend and um She was like, you need to go home and like talk to somebody about this. And I was like, okay. And at the time my mom was living in Washington and I was still living in Colorado with my dad. And so I was like, hey, this has been going on for a while and I don't know what to do. And my dad was immediately like so upset and like angry at this dude. And he's like, no, we're going to like, you need to print out everything. He talked to my mom because my mom used to be a lawyer in the Air Force. And they were both like, you need to print out everything, log everything, log every interaction you've had or will have with him. And we're going to take it to the police. And I also had to do like a title nine at my college, which just meant that he needed to stay away from me pretty much. Um, so a few days later, after like, I get all these papers together and I make sure I actually have like proof. I went to the police station, um, where I lived in Colorado and I was like, Hey, I need to talk to somebody. Um, I have a stalker and like, I'm afraid for my safety. And I just, and it wasn't like, Um, I knew I couldn't file a restraining order just because like he hadn't threatened my life and like been violent towards me or anything. Getting a restraining order is a lot harder than it should be, by the way, which is like, it's so stupid. Um, But I was like, I kind of just need to make a formal complaint against this guy. So that way if something does happen, like it's on record that I've already come to you guys and like spoken to you about this and they would not even see me. And the lady was like, well, has he, like, threatened your life, and I said, no, well, he says he's gonna, like, lock me up in his basement with, like, bodies that are down there, and she was, like, yeah, so he's not threatening your life, so we can't do anything, and I was, like, he's, like, a, he's well into his 30s, and I'm 19, and she's, like, that doesn't matter, because you're older than 18, and I was, like, okay, and I said, so he knows my address, so what do I do if he's sitting out front of, like, What if, what if he's just sitting out front of my house and she's like, well, it's public property. So he can be there. He has every right to be there and he's not threatening you. So he's allowed to do that. And so long story short, like the police were absolutely no help. They did not help me at all with this guy. And like, yeah, basically nothing happened. Like there was no, like, he didn't get spoken to by anybody. Like nothing happened. I just had to block his number and just like pray. He didn't follow me at school anymore. Um, But I did tell him that I reported him to the police And it did stop, but, like, I mean, obviously, like, he terrorized me. So, like, even after he stopped and I didn't see him anymore because, like, classes ended, um, it was still scary, like, walking to my car in the morning when it was dark because I would, like, look for him to make sure he wasn't, like, near my car or, like, walking in the parking garage at school when nobody else was in the parking garage, like, making sure he's not there. And it kind of, like, messes with you, like, forever. Because even now, like, I still – check my car and like I know it's not him like I know he's not gonna be in there like he probably doesn't even live here. I don't know. I don't know where he is. Um but it kind of like scars you forever I guess like he's a piece of shit. I mean even as
0: somebody who's never been stalked before um it's still as a female it's still scary. Like I know I have pepper spray on yeah, too. my because I always look around just to be safe. And when I get in my car, you know my car lights up when I get in.
1: Well, like with all of the stuff you hear about like sex trafficking and stuff like too, like that's terrifying. and you know, like all
0: the proof and everything and knowing that he has a history of domestic violence on yep. you know on women, yep, and they didn't do anything, which is you know bullshit in my opinion. yeah, because like a simple like restraining order or something could have helped the situation and made you feel like a little bit more safe in a way not saying restraining orders do make you know everything a lot better but it does kind of help a
1: little bit yeah and that's like and that's the thing too is I was like I knew I think I knew like deep down I wasn't even gonna get a restraining order because I knew that I wouldn't be able to so that's why I just went in there and I was like I just want to make a complaint I just want to have some kind of like written statement or form or something that says i've already spoken to you guys about this guy because what if he like kills me i don't know like then there needs to be some kind of oh well this guy stalked her and we know that like that's happened and you know it'd be easier to figure out who did it and i don't know i just needed to have that kind of like paper trail (laughs) maybe i overthink things
0: that's smart though and Uh, you hear all these stories all the time that, you know, I'm on Twitter, I'm on Instagram. I'm, you know, every single these days do go to the police when they do have all the evidence like you did and the police don't do anything. I'm not saying anything bad about the police whatsoever. So I don't want anybody to think that, but situations like that happen way more than it should.
1: Yeah, And
0: I I believe that there definitely needs to be something to where because what if you did end up dead? Yeah. Yes, of course, obviously, everything's gonna be point back to him, but you tried to prevent that, and now your family has lost a daughter
1: exactly. because
0: they didn't care to even do anything.
1: Exactly, and like you said, it's not us right now like ragging on the police officers or anything, they were just doing their job. The issue isn't the cops, it's the law. Um, the law is the issue, they're not the issue. Um, and I think, like, literally anything, like, if they had, like, I don't know, some kind of form to fill out, like, just documenting, like, the stocking, and so that way you could give it to the police, and you'd have it on record, like, just a simple paper trail like that, I don't think should be an issue, and for some reason, like, it is, like, they don't have anything like that, so yeah, there definitely needs to be some change when it comes to, like, stalking laws or how seriously we take it because like it's not taken seriously obviously at all
0: and also like my thing too was the him since he was not on your property your property is just your driveway and beyond like yeah. that's but to me if somebody is literally on the road and like between your driveway and your the road that's considered the county state whoever belongs to the city yeah like how is that any different like literally I could come up to anybody and I could just be staring at their house exactly and So, like- since I'm on the road that belong does not belong to you because it's not your property who cares like what kind of like creepiness is that and knowing that somebody can just doesn't have to be on my driveway doesn't have to be in my yard they just have to be on the road that leads up to my house
1: Exactly, and that's where, yeah, because that's exactly what you're saying, like, oh, so he can't stand in the grass on my lawn, but he can stand there on the sidewalk and wait for me to walk out to my car at five thirty in the morning when it's still dark and attack me, like, that makes no sense, and that's where kind of, like, restraining orders come in, because he legally can't be, like, within a certain, like, distance from me, so he couldn't be out in front of my yard, because he would be, like, I don't know what the distance is. and I don't know if it varies. So I, like, I mean, God, I've not been in a, on a date in like almost a year now. We'll um, <laughs> give that to another time. <laughs> yeah, that's just the tea. I mean, like he came to my house, but like we worked together. So like I already knew this kid, but if I was going on like a first date where like I barely knew this guy, like I just talked to him a few times at school. No, I would not show you where I live. I would not tell you where I live because I don't want something like this to happen to me. Like that kid that I went on a date with, like, I had worked with him for, like, almost a year, so, I don't know, maybe it was, like, six months at that point, but, like, I saw this kid, like, almost every day, like, we were friends, um, this kid that was stalking me, I was not friends with. I help you with your math, that does not mean we're friends, that does not mean you should know where I live, and that doesn't mean I want to see you outside of school, like, and I would tell him these things, too, so, like, I can't even imagine if I didn't, like, set any boundaries, because I don't know, because I said these things, if he actually did have boundaries, and, like, he would have been worse or what but yeah it was definitely awful um i don't know what's up with him anymore because i don't care to like think about him um he's definitely blocked on everything and i'm like terrified of it happening again to me <laughs> wasabi like walking um or like some steps you should take too so like to start off obviously tell the person that they're making you uncomfortable you want them to leave you alone Block them, don't let them see anything um, that you're doing. If you go to school with them, let school know. If you work with them, let your job know. Make people aware so they know who this person is. Uh, try to make a report, see if you can make a report with the police, see if you can get a restraining order. I think it'll just depend on like level of seriousness. And whether you're able to document any of it with the police or not, um, still document every single contact you've had with this person and just like keep your own little notebook, keep your own little like notes on your phone, whatever, so that way if something does happen, you have that documentation. Um, Or if eventually like it escalates, then you can show all this evidence to the police. Um, So the number for the Stalking Resource Center, this is from a California website, so I don't know if it's just for California. It seems like it might be for everybody, though. Um, so the number for the Stalking Resource Center is 202-467-8700, and you can also go to um, 1800victims.org. It's a stalking like, resources website, and it'll kind of explain to you also um, things you can do to help yourself. Um, so, yeah, those are definitely all important steps to take if you are being stalked.
0: If you ever want to reach out to us, you know, send your stories because we will love to hear, you know, your story or talk about it. Um, definitely DM us at Let's Talk Podcasts um, on Instagram. Like I said, we will love to hear from you all. It doesn't have to technically be about stalking. It could be about anything. We would love to hear um and share about it
1: yeah so the the world is your oyster literally anything um let us know if you just want us to like respond in the dms or like it's something you want to see covered on the podcast so that way we're not like oh so and so told us that you know i mean like obviously i don't think we would say your names but let us know where you want us to share it just in case um yeah but i think
0: and that ladies and gentlemen is the tea We will shall see you next time. Like I said, follow us at Let's Talk Tea Podcast on
1: Instagram,
0: and we'll see you next time. Bye, guys.